Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here, May 8th, 2023. This is take two of our morning podcast. Um, had a few interruptions this morning. It is uh, 5.40 a.m. I've got about 20 minutes before I need to wake up my 17-year-old and get him ready for a tennis match. We're coming to the end of tennis season. Uh, so I greet you all this Monday morning. You'll hear the birds singing, uh, and, uh, hopefully we, uh, can celebrate a morning like the birds do, although Monday mornings are tough. I've got three school weeks left, 15 days left in, in my work for this school year. I'm a public school substitute teacher. So, uh, hanging in there. Uh, let's get to our topic. I want to talk about the fact, and I know it's a fact, that there's a deeper, uh, more true place to live from. But, (laughs) it's also a fact that we live out of two different places when we begin the spiritual journey. You see, for years, my friends, you and I have lived out of one place. Every human being does. We we live out of what we're taught. We live out of who and, and what we're taught to be in the world. We're told to be, you know, productive in society. We're told to stand up for what we think is right. We're told, uh, we need to believe something or we'll fall for anything. You know, that old silly sort of adage. And, and that's how we exist. That's, that's what is called a human life for the most part. And most people, the vast majority of people, never see anything different. They never see anything other than what the world has taught us to be. Nor can they conceive of something different. Uh, Most of the time, people spin their wheels trying to make that context better. And that's not a, it's not a pejorative statement. It's not a, it's not meant to be a put down. It's, It's a sad fact that that people have been taught to be a certain way by people who didn't know who they were. And when they want to change that, what they try to do is, pardon the old old saying, they try to rearrange the deck chairs on the Titanic. You know, we gain material wealth, we gain physical health. Hey, and there's, you know, nothing wrong with being healthier. I don't think if you're a generous person, there's necessarily anything anything wrong with having material wealth. But we end up going, wow, that didn't fix anything. And then we wonder why. And then something happens. And we begin to see that there's a a deeper, more subtle, uh, more real, more tangible uh, way of being us. And the moment we realize that is really the moment we begin 
our spiritual journey. It's the moment we begin to question how we're living, why we're living. It's that moment we begin to search for meaning. And once we've touched upon that real and authentic self, we keep wanting to go back there because that's our real self. Once we've touched upon the fact that that love is really what matters, that generosity and kindness is is the central truth of what it means to be human, that, if you will, let me use some personal language, love is our religion and kindness is our sacrament, which is the way I live, Uh, when we start to realize that, it changes us, and, and we like it because it's comfortable. It's, it's home. The great sad truth is that that's home, and what the world has taught us is not. You know, all the metaphors about getting back to the Garden of Eden, right? For me, that's what that is. It, it's a metaphor. Getting to nirvana, getting to enlightenment, getting to salvation, whatever you know, phrase you want to use, use it, being born again. I am convinced it means the discovery of one's true self. So what ends up happening in our journey is that we end up living out of two different places. We end up living out of what the world has taught us to be, And we end up living out of, to some degree, our true self. The question then becomes, when you're living out of your true self, what is going on? So the first thing we have to realize is that our true self is just not a confirmation of our personal beliefs. It it can be. Uh, If that were true, then neo-Nazis would believe they have found them true selves. Uh, Religious people who judge other people would believe that they found them true selves. Finding your truth, finding your authentic self, is not a con. Is not a confirmation of your already established beliefs given to you by the world. Matter of fact, it usually <laughs> comes with those beliefs being ripped up by their roots, and that can be scary. And that's why a lot of people don't go down this path. Uh, truth be told, the universe has had to pull my roots up many times so I'd figure this out. It is not a confirmation of what you already think is true. There's a truth that goes beyond your concept and your belief. There's a truth that goes beyond whatever your religion is, whatever your ideology is. There's a truth about being human that's rooted in love, inclusion, um, non-dualistic thinking, not needing to judge other people. And it's that very subtle truth, that very real truth, that true place that is where we find our meaning. And our meaning is love. We don't just believe in love. We don't just believe in a deity of love. We imbue love at that level. It's a very intuitive level of living. It's a very, it has a lot of feelings (laughs) go with living from that level. 
And so the question becomes, you know, because that level of living of out of love is who we are, we want to go back there. So ask yourself this, folks. When you're in that place, what are you doing? What, what's the thing that is facilitating you uh, being there, living from that true place? And what you're going to find, and I don't know the certain exact circumstances, but what you're going to find is when you live from that place, you're living in some sort of selfless, loving, caring, generous, compassionate, sympathetic, empathetic place. That when you see the clarity of love in that reality, it is because it is attached to some way of you being in the world. You know, maybe you feel good about yourself when you give to someone else and you, and you give without letting other people know or trying to do it for show. That feeling good is not the anomaly. That's the truth. When you feel a self-satisfaction about letting someone cut in front of you in line or letting someone go first at the four-way stop or holding the door for someone or to go a little deeper, telling the people you love in your life you love them, uh, caring for others with good boundaries. Uh, maybe you get some deep satisfaction from that. That deep satisfaction, my friends, is your true self. And the only way we can have that is when we live out of a sense of knowing ourself and of giving of that true self. Now, there's a lot of kind of phony stuff that goes on, too, uh, that we have to be careful of. Because we like to, humans, when I say we, I mean all humans, like to be seen doing generous things. We like to be seen as kind. We like to be seen as compassionate. We like to have our egos boosted. We like for people to think of us in a certain way. That's what the world teaches. And a lot of people who try to improve their life try to go down that road. If I can just be a better person in the world, of the world, then that's what it is. And that's not true. We have to think in a radically new way, take a radical departure from the prescribed notions of what it means to be human and come to a deeper and truer understanding of oneself, of one's motives, of one's agenda. As I have stated, and I'm going to state it again here as I close, the way I do that is, is I have understood, not through just believing, although I believe this. Hear me, I think belief is a part of life. But what I'm about to say is grounded in the fact that Every time I practice what I'm about to say, I find my own authenticity, my own selflessness, my own non-judgment, my own love of self, my own love of the others, of others, my own love of, of, of a truer, truer understanding of life. And that is this. And here, here is... Here's what I believe is at the core of, of how I live a spiritual life. Love is my religion. Kindness, compassion, 
Empathy and generosity are its sacraments. Love is my religion. And when I connect to compassion I share, kindness I share, compassion and kindness other people share, be it through acts of kindness or through art or through inclusion or through forgiveness, that that's when I find who I truly, truly am. There you have it, my friends. You have a great Monday. I will sure try myself. And I'll, uh, I'll be talking to you real soon. Bye-bye.